you so much to HelloFresh.com for sponsoring this episode of Don't Blame Me. If you guys want to get $30 off your first week of deliveries, use the coupon code BLAME30 at HelloFresh.com. Again, go to HelloFresh.com, use the offer code BLAME30 for $30 off your first week of deliveries. Get your belly full and your wallet full because you're saving money. Thank you so much to Audible for supporting this episode of Don't Blame Me. If you guys want to get a 30-day free trial and a book of your choice from Audible, go to audible.com slash blame. Again, audible.com slash blame. 30-day free trial and an audiobook of your choice. Choose whatever you want. There's a lot of books to choose from. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. It's Don't Blame Me with Megan Rinks. That's not my theme song. I just decided to sing it. Today, we are doing another audio and visual podcast. If you're listening to this, hello in your ears. And if you're watching this, hello uh, to your ears and my face you're seeing. Which, by the way, I definitely didn't know we were filming it today, which is why I look like this. So if you want to see me look ugly, uh, check out my YouTube channel and you can uh, go uh, watch that and leave a thumbs up because you support my accidental decision to uh, wear a bandana. <laughs> it's cute. I'm trying. So um, this is Don't Blame Me. If you guys have been here for a while, you're just going to hear me spiel again. This is my advice podcast where you guys call in and I'm giving you guys advice. Today we have an exciting one because we're talking about sex which, you know, it's a great, wonderful topic. And a lot of questions you guys have already sent in have related to sex, but I want to do one that's solely dedicated to sexual things because, you know, I'm creepy. And if you guys want to call into the podcast, the phone number is 310-694-0976. Again, the phone number is 310-694-0976. You can call in and leave a voicemail and then I'm going to give you advice on your life and tell you how to live it and then probably not mess it up. Speaking of <laughs> messing up, <laughs> you're not an accident. Oh, man. No, that was really dark. Well, that's a, the best introduction I could ask for. Jack Ferry, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Megan. Hello. Uh, you have a camera. I have a camera this time. He's loving it. He's wearing his Miami Coke dealer outfit. I, I just came from shooting Not Too Deep where we did an episode where I had to wear all white. I didn't even, like, I honestly saw the picture <laughs> on Instagram and the thought didn't even cross my head. Like, oh, Jack had to wear this. Yeah. Because we you wore the similar outfit unprompted well, a couple days ago. I did wear I did wear a mostly white outfit in Palm Springs. You I, just wore this with jorts instead of pants. It wasn't jorts. They were shorts. They were, Aren't jorts Jean, no, jorts are jean, jean shorts. shorts. Do they have to be DIY to be jorts? No. No. Just jean shorts. Anyway, I was, I'm dressed in my, because we're doing a, a Labor Day episode, so we decided to both mm. wear all white for the theme. Anyway, yes, I'm here. I thought it would be appropriate that I would continue wearing all white since that is your Instagram aesthetic. It is. You I'm trying to dial back, though. I have mostly an all white background. You have mostly an all white background. Anyway, um, we're, yes, we are today, we're talking about uh we're taking sex advice questions, which you're going to answer, which I'm very excited about. And also, I wanted to mention, too, that um, if you don't know where to find the podcast, because we're only doing a couple mm -hmm. video episodes of this podcast to help promote it, pretty soon we're only going to be doing it as audio podcasts again soon. And um, if you're looking for where to find it, the best place you can always go is don'tblameme.show. Don't oh, my God, Jinx. <laughs> yeah, so just go to don'tblameme.show, and you can always yeah. find it. We're available on 
the Apple Podcast app, formerly known as iTunes. We are also available on SoundCloud. We're kind of all over the place. And we're on Tumblr now. Yeah, we're on Tumblr. There's an RSS feed. So you can pretty much get it from pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. So go to don'tblameme.show in case you can't find us. Yeah, and there's other episodes that haven't been visually recorded. So you guys can listen, like backlog. Hear me talk about it a couple weeks ago. And uh, I don't want to spend too much time uh, taking up the – because we've got some amazing, amazing calls. So what do you say we just get into it? Oh, I'm so ready. I'm in like a dirty mindset today, so I feel like this is great. Uh, Then we are in for a treat. feisty. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. First call, please. Um, I'm a 21-year-old girl in a relationship, and I've been dating this guy for two and a half years. We are in a very loving relationship, so, like, of course, we have sex, but unfortunately, I'm not on birth control because every time I want to try to talk to my mom about it, she gets really awkward and completely shuts it down and changes the conversation. Um, She refuses to talk to me about it, and I've tried to talk to my sisters, and they say, oh, we'll talk to her, but um, nothing has happened and or changed, which is super frustrating because my boyfriend and I have had to stop having sex because my anxiety about pregnancy gets so bad um, that I just, I can't even sleep. So we stopped a while ago and luckily he was super amazing and understanding about it, but it really still bothers me because I love him and I want to have sex with him. Um, I really want to be on birth control, but I don't want to go behind my mom's back because every time I try and think about maybe doing it, I get really guilty and all anxiety about it. And I really don't want to lie to my mom. Um, my sisters won't really give me advice about it and neither will she. And I really would love to talk to someone. So I am coming to you as my internet older sister of sorts. And I'm sure I'm not the only girl out there with this problem um, with kind of a mom who won't talk to you or anyone about it. So um, I hope you can give me advice on it and, you know, kind of let me know what you would do in the situation if you would go behind your mom's back or just have a frank conversation. I don't really know. Okay. I feel like, (sighs) I feel like having a child is worse than lying to your mom. Um, And I also think your mom would probably agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) That I think like, like the number one thing that she doesn't want, I'm assuming, I think probably the cover, like the lack of conversation around birth control is probably because she doesn't want you having sex. But if that's like, not like ship has sailed, like that's already done. It's going to happen. I think her next big priority would just be like, okay, well then I would rather you be safe because I also don't, I mean, mad kudos to you for being like, we're just not going to have sex because I don't, I don't want to get pregnant, which is very, very impressive that you can just like turn that off. Also, it makes me, you you can still use condoms. (laughs) That's what I Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. I mean, that's what I would say. I I think. You don't need to ask your mom's permission for condoms. Just go to the store and buy some. Yeah, I think there's. What's the, I don't understand the issue here, to be honest. I get, I get having like a piece. This is terrible. I understand having, because she wants to have a backup. She wants to have a backup, but I'm not on birth control because it makes me fucking crazy. All right. Um, I'm just going to say this. Uh, People say condoms are not all that effective. The thing is, if you use a condom properly, it's It's very, very very effective. effective. You're not going to get pregnant if you use it right. No. And I think also if you, if you want the backup plan, but I mean, also pulling out is not a form of birth control. I just like have to reiterate that to everybody. How old did she say she was? She's 21. So why does she need to talk to her mom about birth control? Um, I, I does she feels guilty going behind her mom's back. That's the whole thing. I oh, think so this is an issue about guilt. It's just feeling guilty of it. I, I think see. you just need to be on. Here's the thing. 
I think there's something comes along the line where you're like, I should really be open and honest because I think my parent would want to know, or like my elder would want to know that I'm having sex. When I have children, maybe, maybe I'll want to know. I also think there's a part of some parents are like, I, they know in their back of their, in the back of their head, but they don't really want you to like explicitly say it. But I think if she's giving you a hard time about wanting to go on birth control, you should be like, well, I don't want to go on it because I think taking a pill every day seems fun. Like if you're like, I'm literally going to have sex and I don't want to get pregnant. And that's something that I'd rather do it safely. So I think I would say that. I also think, I mean, as you get older, you're more comfortable lying to people just in general. So I think uh, if you want to get birth control, you're old enough where you don't need to get your parents' permission. Um, and you could go to your doctor and do it and just like take it in secret and like set an alarm on your phone to take it at like 2 p.m. every day when you know you're not with them and then like keep it in your car or something like that. Just getting into elaborate lie. But I also think like use use condoms. I don't see any reason to lie at all. Just say, yeah, mom, I'm going on birth control. I, yeah, I maybe maybe don't give her like don't ask her permission because you don't need her permission. Just tell her or tell her you did. Also, birth control doesn't protect against things like sexually transmitted infections. So yeah, but she's dating, been dating the same guy for two years. Even so, you That's know, true. we don't know all the details of their relationship. No. And just- his leaky penis. <laughs> I was listening to. A, I was listening You're to making it. a lot of assumptions. No, I was just listening to a podcast earlier, and uh, uh, they were talking about leaky dick, and I just couldn't leaky get dick? over it. What is leaky dick? Just an STD. Oh, it was don't want to know. No, because I just kept thinking of the leaky cauldron from Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, all right, let's go to the next call. Uh, let's go to the next call. Hi, Megan. Um, I have a boyfriend who I've been with for about um, a year and a half, almost two years now. And it was really embarrassing. But <laughs> he I recently caught him masturbating. And I don't really have anybody to talk about it to. <laughs> and I don't really know how to feel about it because I feel like, you know, I it makes me feel like I'm not good enough for him if he has to do that. But at the same time, I can understand, you know, sex is a lot of work. And, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like having sex. But, you know, I don't, it just makes me feel bad. And so I don't know like how to perceive this or like how to process it. So if you could give me advice, you know, on how to like handle this on my end and see if I'm okay with it or like if I'm not okay with that, how to handle that. And I mean, I'm totally fine with it, but it's still just, it's a situation I've never run into before. And, you know, I don't want this to be something that affects our relationship negatively. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, here's the thing. Everybody masturbates. Or, no, okay, that's a lie. Not everyone masturbates. Everyone should masturbate. Um, I think, here, I will, I will say, my instinct reaction was to be like, this is just, this is just how it goes. Like, this is just you. But you caught him masturbating. So I get if you were hanging out or something and he's in the other room and you're like, we could be having sex right now. Why aren't we having sex? I think if it's like a standalone thing that happened and like he's like scrolling through Instagram and suddenly there's like a paid promotion <laughs> for like bikini models or something like that. You don't need to go to the paid promotions. There's no, plenty but, of bikini no, no, models. No, no, but I, on I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he doesn't follow all of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying if something like that happened where you were like super down to have sex and you're like, what? I am here readily available and I'm hella down. Why not? Um, but I think if it's, I, I also think like it's, 
you you can masturbate. He can masturbate. It's like you get the hankering at like 2 p.m. on a Wednesday and your significant other's not there. I don't think there's anything. It doesn't mean that you're not enough for them. And also sometimes like it's like you're not even like having sexual fantasies about other people. You're just like, I'm horny. This is a need that needs to be fulfilled. Now it's done. But I do think if you walk it, I think if you have an open conversation with him and you're like, hey, uh, just and if you can bring it up or like crazy bitch way when you're just like really subtle and like you don't even relate it back to what this is but like you know that that's what it's about and like ask him if he's happy with your sex life and if there's anything that like he wants to try or anything that he feels like uh would be fun for you two to do together and maybe it's like that could open a conversation if he is interested in like trying something new but I honestly think he probably just like wanted to jerk off and just did it but I think he probably still wants to would rather have sex with you than his hand anyway um <laughs> the male perspective on this question, I would say this. If you really don't want him masturbating. Um, Have sex more? No, just say to him, listen, uh, I saw you doing that. It makes me very uncomfortable because it makes me feel less than. Anytime, and I mean anytime, anytime. <laughs> you want to masturbate, <laughs> let me know and I will give you a blowjob. Oh, that, and, and then I promise you. She will let him masturbate after he, that. He, either he will stop masturbating. <laughs> No, or she's or gonna she'll be, be so fine. With she's it. gonna be so fine. With it. <laughs> she's giving so many blowjobs. Wow, I'm. That's yeah. Like, it's just it's 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 a lot. Sometimes guys, depending yeah. on how old he is, it's possible that he does that two, maybe three times a day. Yeah, I also think there's nothing wrong with that too. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and it's not that you're less than. It's just. And he's also probably thinking about you. Well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but it isn't a comment on you at all. It's no, just, no. it's, that is a totally separate thing. Yeah. It isn't about mm-hmm. anything and you shouldn't read into it. I would say if she was disturbed though, because she caught him looking at a certain kind of pornography yeah. that was like, okay, well, that's not the kind of girl that I am, mm-hmm. or that's not the kind of stuff that we do, that's worth a conversation. But I- if it's just, I caught him masturbating it's like i just i, I got news for you this, everyone, everyone does it, it. Everyone everyone does does it. it. <laughs> i just think if you're there and you feel like he's choosing that over you i think that's the yeah only like time. i said yeah. then then do the um free blowjobs anytime you want i don't think you need to offer free blowjobs <laughs> don't listen to that <laughs> i'm just saying that is a i am i am thinking about cure. her poor gag reflex it's <laughs> a lot of blowjobs oh. i was obviously i'm kidding i'm not saying you should actually do that but um, yeah. I mean, I think if you did offer, you know, let me help you get off every single time, yeah. you would realize, oh wow, it's never, a lot. yeah, never mind. It's a go lot. back to what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or send some sexy pictures of you, so then you know it's like you're, he's jacking off to you. Yeah, let me give you something to use next time. Exactly. Polaroids. Don't save them in my glass. <laughs> oh, next call time. How do I get my boyfriend to finish? Usually I'm the one that finishes and he doesn't. Like almost mm, not at all. Like when we're actually having sex. And if I need to get him to finish, I need to do personal work. I don't know what to do. I don't know what he's doing. I've actually had to Google this before, which is embarrassing for me because I don't know how to talk to him about it because he gets weird about it. I'm personally not. I have a lot of male friends. And they talk about that crap like 24-7. But for some reason, he's really shy about it. And I don't know what to do. I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. I actually have I, – I, What does I, personal work mean? Personal work means blowjobs. Are you that sure? Means, yeah, personal work. Are you sure it's, it's blowjobs and not HJs? 
does anyone come for my hand job anymore? Is that still a thing? Yeah. I, yes. I, I mean, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know a lot of girls who give hand jobs, like start to finish hand jobs. I, I, I'm I think not, she's. I'm not, they're saying. I think what she's saying is they're having they're having sexual intercourse and he can't and finish. He can't finish. And so she has to, to like, finish him off. Finish him off in some way. Which also, I just want to say, first of all, you're in the complete role reversal than mm-hmm. any any like heterosexual relationship that I know of at all, where it's like the girls finishing from sex before the guys finishing. First of all. You're a unicorn. You should be so happy. <laughs> so I think it's good that you're saying that you're recognizing that he's feeling like kind of awkward and embarrassed about it. And you don't feel like that way at all. I also think like sometimes some people just have other, they're just going to need other things to finish them off. So I don't really necessarily think that's a bad thing. Um, I like, I don't, I don't even know any, really any girls who are like, I come 10 out of 10 times when I'm having like penetration sex with my boyfriend. Like, I don't really ever hear of that. So I don't think it's, I think it's, un, it's more of an uncommon like role reversal, but I don't think it's uncommon to like finish one person off and not have both people come at the exact same time like they do in movies. So I think if you're okay with doing stuff like that, I would, but then I would also just bring up in convert, like just ask him what he's into, because I think it's so much of it at this point is probably just nerves um, and feeling like anxious about not finishing. So I think if you like try and like ease it and make it like a conversation outside of sex too, or maybe like talk dirty, try and then try and those kind of things. I think uh, if the roles were reversed and uh, I would be so fucking mad. Well, if the girl, if the girl was no, if the roles, roles were reversed and the, the girl was saying uh, we have sex and then he finishes and then he has to finish me off with yeah by touching me or going down yeah. on me i think people would say yeah that is that's, very that's 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 right, exactly common. because like i, so I the, and there's something wrong with that mm-mm. so you have to finish him off yeah. in other ways that isn't intercourse i don't know is there's, that a problem i don't think there should be a problem with that because there shouldn't I, be a problem that, that sex sex is not just intercourse no no there's, no no there's lots of things that are on that menu and i think you're super lucky from the fact that this specific relationship you've been able to get there like quickly but that also might not be you in every single relationship. So think about that going forward with this stuff. It's like being like a generous lover or whatever. It's going to come back for you eventually. The good thing is they are both finishing. Yeah. If they weren't, if one of them yeah. wasn't, then that would be a problem. But I don't know. It's kind of like who cares how you get there. Exactly. You got the, fun, the finish line. Okay, guys, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back. Okay, guys, this is the part of the podcast where we do ads. That's how we make our podcast. That's how this happens. These fancy equipment things and all that stuff. I don't own. I don't own. I'm not even wearing makeup today. So we can see how well my life is going. Um, But today, this episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by HelloFresh. And HelloFresh is now offering light spring meals. I'm a huge fan of HelloFresh. I love cooking in general. I think it's so fun. But there's also something super cool about taking like the guesswork out of what you're going to make. And basically it's a meal delivery service and they send everything to your door. Everything is prepackaged in exactly the same amount that you need. Tiny little things. So you don't have to waste any food or anything that you're actually not going to use again. You have the perfect portion size. And it's also really fun because I can force my boyfriend to cook, which I'm whispering quietly because he's here. It's not a thing that happens all the time because I am 
a lot better at cooking. But with this, it's so easy. Everything calculates to be less than $10 per meal. It's super quick. They're delicious. They're easy. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't have to get off the couch. I can force him to do it. And then if I want to be romantic, we can like do it together. Very, uh, I don't know, cute and stuff. That rarely happens, but maybe next time. I actually just got my HelloFresh delivery yesterday and I was so excited because there is like a steak fajita bowl kind of thing in it, which I'm stoked for. And I'm definitely going to make it uh, probably tomorrow. So I'm very excited about all of it. Everything I've had has been super good and it's really fun, especially if you're cooking with friends, but even if you're cooking just for yourself. They also just introduced breakfast options, which breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. So HelloFresh has been super generous and they have given you guys $30 off your first week of deliveries if you go to HelloFresh.com and enter in the coupon code BLAME30. Again, that's HelloFresh.com. Offer code BLAME30 for $30 off your first week of deliveries. So take some pictures of your food, send it to me. I'd love to see it. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Audible. And I am a huge fan of books and reading and being literate and all of that great stuff. And I love audiobooks. I used to listen to audiobooks all the time when I was like a little kid growing up. And as I got older and iPhones were a thing and apps were a thing and all of that stuff, I started working with Audible. And it's like, it literally passes the time so incredibly quickly. I am a huge fan. And I really like reading along with books as well as listening at the same time. It keeps me focused. And especially when it's a difficult book, I used to do that for school all of the time. There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of titles. There are YouTuber books on Audible. You can listen to Ricky Dillon. You can listen to Grace Helbig. You can listen to lots of different people. I'm currently listening to She's Come Undone by Wally Lamb. I've wanted to, I've been super interested in this book for forever and I'm really excited and it's been really fun to listen to. And it's such a, I don't know, it's a nice experience. As we can tell, I love audio things. This is a podcast. So I'm a huge fan with uh, doing audiobooks as well. Audiobooks are perfect if you're driving in your car, if you're at the gym, if you're bored and you live alone and you don't want to feel like you're going to get killed by a serial killer or something like that. And you want it to sound like you have friends at your house, play it out loud. You don't have to listen to it with headphones on. And Audible has been super awesome and they're giving you guys a coupon code. So you guys can get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial if you go to audible.com slash blame. Again, 30-day free trial, free audiobook at audible.com slash blame. Uh, Let me know what you guys are listening to because I'm going to need some more recommendations because I'm going through this one pretty fast. And we're back. Time for the next call. So basically, I wouldn't say I'm scared. I'm kind of like repulsed by dicks. Um, I've had sex. I've never given a blowjob, never given a handjob. Um... And, like, the, just the idea of getting a blowjob kind of makes me gag, and I've almost thrown up once when my friend told me they gave a guy a blowjob. Like, it's just something I could never do. I could never compromise on that. But I feel like I should at least try and please the guy I was with. I'm not with anyone right now, but um, I should at least try to give someone a hand job. Um, I'm, like, my ex-boyfriend tried to show me how to do it, but he basically just showed me how he jerked off, and it looked really stupid. Um but again, like the dicks just kind of repulse me. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to touch it. But like, what should I compromise with? Well, I'm kind of hooking up with someone. So should I compromise with him and just like give him a handjob if I expect him to finger me? Like, is that what I should do? Or should I explain to him the situation? I just don't want to seem stupid. And I, 
I need, I want to have a sexual partner eventually. What do I do? I'd appreciate your help. Thanks, Megan. Okay. Not to be like super blunt. Do you think you might be gay? And like, not in like a, I, I, I could be totally off basis here, but I think I remember being like, when I was younger, like penises were like, whoa, what's a penis? Like that's creepy and scary. But as you got older, I think, I don't know. I think for me, the hardest thing I'm having, like the difference of being repulsed and scared. <laughs> Cause I, I, I get being scared of penis. I totally get it. I get it. If you're like not super like, and I think with every, every sexual partner you have, like it takes a while to build up like a comfortability level and every, every relationship is going to be different. And so I think I get being like timid and kind of like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm terrified of this thing in your pants and all of that stuff but then being repulsed by it and like just the idea of just penises in general um that's the only thing that i would and i'm, I'm not i'm not trying trying I'm, yeah i'm obviously can't force you to be whatever Is i think she's cool? attracted to men she just doesn't like dick and i think that's also not uncommon what yeah it's not uncommon that you're like that you're a straight woman repulsed by penis yeah i think you can be attracted to uh, i can say too that um i found uh the female re- reproductive system very foreign as well when i was younger but foreign but like were you but that's what i'm saying like there's difference because scared and repulsed be, because it's foreign it, yeah it, it can be that way and then yeah you kind of grow up and yeah. it, it changes but some people are just it's just not their thing and i and think that's, every new penis is scary there's also like i think there's people some people just don't like to do things like blowjobs and handjobs. Oh, and also, yeah. I think that that's, again, that can be okay so long as the person that you're with yeah. is okay with doing, okay, then you kind of have to be game for a lot of other things. Yeah, I think it's being confident because I think that's half the people who don't enjoy, like half of my friends who like hate giving blowjobs or whatever, it's because they think they're terrible at it and some of them are terrible. Not that I've been told are terrible at it. So I think the confidence that you have when it comes to like your sexuality and feeling like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I like know how to like, I know what you're into. And like, that makes me feel really great because I can tell like this feels really great for you. That kind of confidence, I feel like would help the situation. And I think that also comes with like experience and age. But I think, yeah, I think being scared and repulsed is different. The thing that I always say about about anything sexual is you don't really choose the things that you're into. And, but the reverse side of that is you don't choose the things that you aren't into either. I think you just have to acknowledge, okay, you're super not into that. You just got to be with somebody who is okay with you not being, but she's never tried it. Yeah. But she sounds like she's going to throw up just at the thought of it. So probably not something that she's going to be interested in trying. (gasps) She barfs on his dick. She should try things that she is excited about and then see where that goes. I think it's true. Okay. I'm just over here telling you to give a blowjob. I'm like, try it. (laughs) Try it. You might have fun. (laughs) You're scared of heights. Go skydiving. Get over it. Yeah. (laughs) On to the next call. I'm 16 and I've only recently started dating. Um, this really cute boy named Jake. We've been dating for a while. The only problem is I know fetishes are really, um, popular at my school at least. Um, but he wants me to shit on his face. I don't think I'm ready for that. Oh my God. I love my boyfriend. We've been dating for about five months now. Really cute. Six months and only a week. But I'm just not down for that. I'm willing to do other things, like maybe pee on him, but I'm just not ready to shit on my boyfriend's face. What do I do? Dude, she's fucking with us. Hang on. What if she's not? (laughs) No, she's (laughs) fucking. I need a minute. (laughs) 
<laughs> I like the idea that there is this like the school full this, of fetishes. The school, the school full of like people into scat. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I really, I really don't know because either like we're just being like completely fucked with. Well, hang on. The president of the United States is into oh. being peed on. <laughs> Golden shower. Yeah. So it I, is conceivable okay. that, you know, it's in the zeitgeist. <laughs> okay. I feel... F- that, you know, now there's these young people, 16 years <laughs> old, coming of age, and that there's an entire high school imagine, that's into getting shit Can you imagine asking someone like, at 16? I imagine asking my 16-year-old I, boyfriend. I, I was terrified of kissing girls at yeah. 16. Yeah. It's like him being like me being like, I don't think he knows what a clit is. By the way, will you shit on me? <laughs> oh my God. Holy All right. Let's for the sake of okay. argument, let's let's just assume that she's being real. Cause because we might be laughing at somebody who's actually going I through know. a lot of I, like I, stress. Cause maybe maybe it's real and maybe this person actually is into this. And so what would you say? First of all, I would say I'm so sorry. I spent the last <laughs> like two minutes just laughing. I'm so sorry. Um I would say fuck no. Um, and you can watch that kind of porn, go for it, but I'm not into that at all. Um, if you want to, you sound like you're down to pee on him. So, I mean, offer that as a compromise if you want to, but if that's just because like he wants, I don't, I don't think you should do it either. I also, why on his face? Here's the thing. The thing about sexual fetishes are, um, that's so messy. They're very specific generally. And if you're not also into them, that's going to be a scarring experience. Well, and maybe it will, maybe it won't. The point is though, like sexual compatibility is very important. Okay. Yeah. For instance, if you're somebody who requires blowjobs, because that is like the thing that you're into the most, maybe don't date the girl who vomits by yeah. at the thought of blowjobs. Like there's a sexual incompatibility there. Ditto this. If you don't feel comfortable uh, pooing on your significant other's face, then um, maybe don't go out with somebody who requires that. Yeah, and and I think that that goes across the board. If if your significant other is into clowns and clowns scare you, Ugh. some people really are into that. And clowns scare you, then you know. But if if you're like, but if you're kind of game for it, be like, well, I'm not. That's not really my thing. But like, but yeah, open I'm to not, try. I'm it. not bothered. So yeah, I can, you know put on some white face paint and a red nose, whatever. If that's going to help you get off, then I'm all for it. I'm down to be giving as a lover. But I don't think in general you should do stuff that squicks you out and like makes you super uncomfortable. That makes me super uncomfortable. What? And I'm, the that, idea of clowns? <laughs> no, the idea of like that, of him shitting. shitting. She's shitting on his. Also, that's so unsanitary mm-hmm. and so messy. And you're 16. Where are you going to do it? In a car? <laughs> Like, where do you have, that's we where you have sex they, at 16. We don't know where they live. Maybe there's a barn somewhere. A barn? <laughs> oh my God. Also, well, I'm just thinking there's like horse shit on a barn. <laughs> yeah. Get someone else's poop and put it on his face. Even then. It's just wow. so, if you're not into it and you're super grossed out by it, I don't I'm think also you do really it. curious if this is real. I'm really curious what, like how he brought it up as as at 16. Yeah, that is something that you should be concerned about. Maybe he's fucking with you and then if that's you, that's if, what I'm thinking then she shits on his face and he's like, "I was fucking with you. <laughs> I was kidding. Oh my god." Can you imagine you're definitely going to oh fart before god. you shit and he's like, "No." Oh my god. Uh, maybe uh, you're fucking with us, maybe he's fucking with you and maybe maybe no one's fucking with anyone and you're going to go pee on him. 
after you listen to this. Yeah, and then um, you in know, which case, maybe he'll become the president of the United yeah. States. Just if you're going to pee on him, don't have asparagus beforehand. It smells real bad. <laughs> Good boy. Good tip. Good tip. Right, next up. So I'm a 20-year-old, and um, I've just been having a hard time. Uh, I am not can't really talk to any of my friends about it because they don't understand. But, like, I've had sex with multiple people, not, like, a whole bunch of people, but more than one, more than two people, um, both guys and girls. And my biggest thing is, is I'll make a connection with somebody, I'll flirt with them, I'll talk to them, but then I don't feel anything physically. Like, I don't, there's no emotional pull there. Like, and then when I've talked to my friends about it, they all think that that's really weird. So I've stopped talking to them about it because, like, it feels like they're judging me because I literally, I'll kiss somebody and feel nothing. And it's not that they're bad kissers, and it's, like, people that I genuinely was friends with and cared about, but, like, I just didn't feel anything. And then when I didn't feel anything, they would try to go more into it, and I would I would go back because I just wasn't feeling it. And I, I just don't know what to do because I don't have anybody to talk to about it because all my friends, both the ones that are straight and then gay, they're like, oh, well, Maybe you just haven't met the right person, but and I get that there's plenty of people out in the world, but at the same time, I've never felt any romantic feelings. Like I flirted with people, and that's and that's about as much as the feelings go. So I need your advice. Thanks. Bye. I don't really think there's anything wrong with this. Um, I think you're probably just really self-aware of like how you feel. I think there's like a difference of like. Liking someone's personality and flirting with them and having a really good time, like, talking to them and all of that kind of stuff. And I don't necessarily believe in, like, the spark or whatever when you kiss somebody and you feel that, like, that sexual attraction or that, like, real tie and pull to them. Um, But I also – I've definitely been in situations where, like, I 100% have, like, thought I really had feelings for somebody, uh, like, on an emotional level and, like, really good friends, like, really liked them, texting all the time, like, going on dates and all that stuff. And then, like, the second it got to the physical stuff, I was like, nope, I don't feel anything. And I I never once thought something was wrong with me and I never thought something was wrong with them. It was kind of just like, oh, like, this just – we're not compatible. So I kind of agree with your friends when they say you just haven't met the right person yet. I think if you're not interested in romantic relationships, it would be different. But I think you sound like you're interested in like having like partners and like all of that kind of stuff. But I just think that you probably haven't found the person that you want to be with. And I also think too, there's a hard comparison of like seeing your friends date people and do all of that stuff. Um, but may- maybe you just, you are really decisive and you know exactly what you want and what you like and what you don't like even if you're not consciously thinking of that and maybe they're dating people and trying to figure it out along the way, but you kind of already know automatically. Um, but I, I, this, not to, not to bring this back to me, but I, I always had an issue where I would like somebody and date somebody and be super into them for like maximum three months. Like, and then it would be like, wake up like three months and one day roll over, see them asleep in my bed and have absolutely no feelings for them. Like full on. Like I was like, Nope, it's gone. Literally could, would not care if you moved like to Yemen, like zero of those feelings. And that always freaked me out because I was like, how am I ever going to like someone for more than like this short period of time that like it fizzled out so fast. And then my current boyfriend, like after three months, I literally woke up three months in one day. I was like, oh my God, I hope I still like you. I hope I still like you. And I was like, oh my God, I still like you. And it only has to work like once. It literally only has to work once. I think it's cool that she's uh, super like cool and open yeah. about experimenting with lots of people because that's the best bet is, you know, 
you eventually you're gonna run into somebody and uh and also like I don't know. It's one of those things I think if you're having a good time, you shouldn't worry about it. You should continue having a good time because sooner or later you're going to catch feelings for somebody. And uh, when that happens, usually it's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's the feelings are awful. But I also think it's cool if you're, if you're not just, if you're pursuing, like if you start per- pursuing romantic relationships out of friendships, I think that can also be difficult too, because it is hard to tell if those, there is that like chemistry connection. So I think like dating people, um, who you might not automatically be think you're like attracted to or think any of that stuff. Cause like maybe you, your mind thinks that you're really interested in this one thing. And like physically you're like, Oh no, apparently I'm not actually into that. And like, you might surprise yourself. Uh, all right. Is it time for producer's corner? It is time for producer's corner. So, um, you want to set this up? It's time for producer's corner. And this is where, uh, producer Jack Ferry picks his favorite or a memorable question. Yeah. So I thought it'd be fun if, uh, we don't do this every week. Um, because uh, there, there isn't always the best call. But when there is... <laughs> no offense, guys. <laughs> uh, it's not that there isn't the best call. There isn't the appropriate call for Producers Corner. You'll see what that means in a minute. Um, I like to pick a call that I feel like is uh, really memorable. And um, I'm so nervous, especially with the theme this week. <laughs> oh, God. Don't worry. You're, they're, they're great. Um, so I, I picked a very exciting call this week. And uh, let's just get into it. Hi, Megan. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I couldn't help but notice recently that you have started wearing a wedding ring. And uh, first of all, I just wanted to say congratulations. That's very exciting. I can't believe you got married. That's really, really cool. And second, um, now that you're married, um, I'm just curious. Uh, we all know that you have been saving yourself for marriage, um, but now that you're married, I guess that means you probably finally lost your virginity. And uh, I kind of just wanted to know, what's that like? And um, do you feel like it was worth it? Are you glad you saved yourself? And, um, you know, I guess I am I am a single person, and uh, I'm not married yet, so of course... I haven't had sex yet, and I was just wanted to know, do you have any tips for me, things to look forward to for when, you know, that, that magical night of wedded bliss comes? Um, any advice you have for me would be really great. So thanks. Love the show. Wow. I didn't realize wow. you're, you're married. I honest, show, let's show everybody your wedding band. I didn't realize it either. I, wow. put, I put a ring on this finger. Wow. Yeah. I Congratulations. That's really cool. Thank you. That's really cool. It looks I, like, you I have get, a very, uh, your your caller is very, um, in, like, perceptive he's that he caught that. very perceptive. They only put this ring on a couple of days ago, but now it makes perfect sense why the person, uh, the, this guy at the nail salon I go to didn't get all weird with me. Sometimes I do. When, or, or the grocery checkout guy. Yeah. No, I am a caller. I'm not actually married. I'm just dumb. <laughs> and uh, put this ring on this finger. And it looks like a, like a domestic partnership. Like that's what this looks like. Cause it doesn't like, I don't. It does look like a wedding band. It looks like a band, but I have no engagement ring. And hello, do you know me? I have, like, I want a rock. <laughs> I want a rock. I want it to look like, I want it to look like someone went to Yosemite and like like there's like a giant diamond in you. I want it to look like this would, I want to look like people would have killed for over it. Wow. Okay. Like Titanic. Okay. Geez. Yeah. Mods has to, we're going to get engaged in a very long time. Cause wow. we have to, Hey babe, we're speaking of, do you know we're married? Hey, oh my congratulations, God. Congratulations Mods. Mods just walked in. Hey babe, did you know we're married? Yeah. Megan's wearing you know a I wedding, act, wedding the, ring. The, you gave me this ring too. <laughs> Doesn't it look like we're in a domestic partnership though? <laughs> He's not amused. <laughs> it, it does. It does. 
I'm talking about how we're not going to get engaged for a long time because I want a massive ring. Okay. And the second part of the question, um, because I'm saving myself for marriage. Well, no, because you saved yourself I've for saved, marriage, but I'm not married. It was oh. a misconception. Yeah, right. Of so course. I'd still remain a virgin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Mott's face. Oh my God. Uh, wow. So thank you, caller. That was an excellent call. It was a really good one. Now, what fucking finger do I put this damn ring on? To confuse Just put it on people? the other hand. Oh, you're right. That's not the engagement hand. Yeah. Okay, guys. I hope you enjoy this episode of Don't Blame Me. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun talking about sex because I'm a 12-year-old boy inside. Woo! If you guys enjoyed listening to this and you want to listen to it again, but with your eyeballs and your ears at the same time because you're multi-talented, uh, you can go to my YouTube channel and that'll be uh, linked and all that stuff. And you can actually watch this go down. Um, and if you are watching it right now, then you can just go listen to all the other episodes because we've only filmed a couple of them, but there are a bunch of other ones and it comes out every other Friday. I'm going to give you the number so you guys can call in and uh, leave your voicemails. The phone number is 310-694-0976. Again, it's 310-694-0976. You can call, ask me, uh, ask me some, you don't ask me advice. You would, uh, what do you do? Ask for advice. Ask for it. Science. English words. You call, ask for advice, and uh, I will do my best to help you. And if this episode has proven anything, it's that I am a terrible role model telling everyone to give blowjobs. I will see you guys in two weeks 